that was uh, Find a Way by Her featuring Lil Baby. Um, pretty decent song, I'm not gonna lie. Um, before I even get into my topic, I want to um, kind of have like a moment of silence for uh, all the victims uh, in Florida as far as, you know, Hurricane Iron. Mm. I think that it's a tough time for everyone already, you know, having to go through COVID and this inflation. I think with, you know, this being a major event for everyone in Florida, uh, I think that we need to, you know, just kind of have them in our thoughts and our prayers as far as, you know, sending all forms of positivity to them. Because, you know, it's a tough time. And, you know, here in West Virginia, we don't really get those type of drastic weather points, but, um, I think that when it comes to giving them, you know, sending all love and prayers to them, it's hard, you know. I was born in Florida, so mm. I know how it feels. So, as far as the guests with me today, I have, of course, like I said before, Gerald and Clint. So, up, you know, how's it going, Gerald? Hey, um, I had a pretty good day today. Um, just got off work not too long ago. Um excited to do this podcast with with oh. with y'all too. How's it going, So, with our multiple topics we have today, you know, um, how about we start off first, you know, life at a PWI. How is that for, you know, you can go ahead and start something. Well, life at a PWI, it's it's different for real like I'm used to, I'm from the South, so it's predominantly African-Americans. Um, I'm not really used to seeing a whole bunch of people of the Caucasian, you know what I'm saying, ethnicity. So, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, because I'm a big dude, so I don't know if I make people feel uncomfortable. Like, I don't know how to approach certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm used to, I'm used to clicking with my own kind. But I'm a friendly person, so I'm, 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 I'm outgoing. And I'm willing to talk to anybody, so like, but it's still weird a little bit going to a PWI. You were a former athlete, so what are some things that you know people tend to misconstrue about being even a black athlete? Oh, well, I mean, athletes in general already have that you know that stereotype. Oh, they're dumb. All they do is play sports. So being black, I'm pretty sure that just adds to adds on to it, like. Sometimes I feel like I'm in a room with a a room full of white people, and no offense, because this might not be the case, but this is just how I feel. Mm-hmm. I might be looked at upon as like not so smart or like not as intelligent as everybody else in that room, just right. because of my skin color, which is it's, it's, that's how it is. That's how the world is. But I could be just as intelligent as the next man or the next woman. Mm-hmm. So. students who were at my high school and 
I wasn't the type to have straight hair every single day and mm. just put a brush through it. Mm-hmm. You know, when people see a black girl with braids, it's like, oh my gosh, what is this? Can I touch your hair? And um, I was always like quiet and to myself. So whenever it came to like friendships and stuff, that wasn't something I always focused on until I really got to you know high school. Because most of the time I would just be you know chilling in the library. I have you know one or two friends, but as far as like just trying to find myself, I never really got that sense of you know being around other black students as much until college. So as far as like trying to really relate to people, it was kind of hard because you're like just the only one of the very many, you know, few black students. And it's like certain conversations you couldn't really have with people. So um, it was difficult at times, but you know, I think as far as like trying to balance it all, it didn't really get to college to the point where I'm just like, okay, let me try to find myself and find a voice mm-hmm. so you know that's where you know bsu and other diverse groups come in the so i think that thank you thank love you. bsu man so you know i'm grateful for the position i have in bsu you know uh being the vice president and that's something that i always wanted in high school you know trying to find that representation so yeah. I, I think that's great that you uh the vice president of a black student union at a PWI. I don't think people understand how powerful that is. Like you're a group that's like a minority. So that means like your your voice is small but it's big because like we're it's the school is predominantly white. So if they hear a group of black people talking, it, it it's a different you get what I'm saying? Like it, it is it's different. So I think that's really powerful and that you have the confidence to do that. And I, I applaud you for that. Like I always tell you like That's what that's what I'm saying. Professional, like I wouldn't even call it like you know how that that saying. Oh, you talk like you're white. Mm-hmm. Like just because I'm I'm speaking proper doesn't mean I'm talking like I'm white. Like right. black people can speak proper as well. I'm talking right. professional. So I hate that I hate that saying and all that. Like it was always like it was never hard for me to like really code switch because like you said you gotta find a breather on right mm-hmm. so it's like and i always say like being a black man the best thing you can do is be educated mm-hmm. and that's the most powerful thing like it's like it's really like i always said my like, extra powerful in both in both ways with knowledge and this man but, <laughs> but i always say like uh like, it's me being a black man, like, I know how to turn it off and on. And it's going, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, like, one day it's going to really get you paid. Like, right. knowing how to really, like, code switch, that's a talent. You need that. It is a talent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
And I think whenever it comes to like the term whitewashing, people make it seem as if you're trying to be something that you're not. Right. Like there's so many different types of, you know, um, personalities within the black community. There's black people that um, from graphic design, there's black people that watch anime, there's black people who are into heavy metal and rock. Just because they um, are a certain way or confined to certain things, that doesn't make them any less black than who they really are. And I, I think that that's something that people misconstrue. Just because you are a certain way or act a certain way, it doesn't make you any less different. And I think that that's something that within the black community, we have to accept. Right. y'all just use what's it called coding code switching switching. i feel like because listening to y'all talk about it right now something just hit me people aren't mad that you can code switch people are mad that they can't code switch think about that really think about that because like if you can do something and i can't do it you know what i'm saying and and it's help and it's helping help benefiting you and i don't know how to do it i'm obviously feel some type of way about that you know certain things that us as you know, black students go through even just on campus is a struggle like you would think that well at least i thought for me coming here a lot of the black students would really bond and be together as one but no. sometimes it's oh, difficult it is tough because i'm just like i'm trying to have a conversation with you and you stare me down like something on my face <laughs> right it's weird it really like what really affect me is like you will speak to a brother or speak to a sister and they'll look at you as like, hey, like why are you stealing me? I'm like, geez, like, <laughs> like we I, like come from the same like ancestry. What's going on? That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to talk. That's bro, it. that's it, bro. One thing I can say about uh Black Student Union, my four years of going here, of me playing football, like, of course I'm gonna feel connected because I'm on a team, but I didn't feel like I didn't feel like we were a family, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody had their cliques. I had my little friends. Everybody got their friend groups. Like, it didn't feel family-oriented. One thing I can say about BSU, which I wish I would have started as a freshman, and I don't know why, because I was one of those people that y'all just talked about. I was one of those people that didn't want to go to BSU. I I, I threw it off. But my senior year, uh, this Wednesday, I went to BSU, and I, I felt like, I found myself like I found like a like a family like some people that I could relate to you know like yeah, I enjoyed it. Inside, man, it's like you go to BSU and really be yourself or like nobody like really take that right type, type <laughs> of leap. You feel me? Right. Because yeah. the funny thing is, you know, like as we talked about Wednesday mm-hmm. when you were saying like being an athlete, like sometimes you don't feel like really connected. Nah. Like I noticed that like watching from the side, like of course like I don't play, but like you know. I was the film guy, and I was really like I like I seen these like these clips, like it was certain guys who were hanging with certain guys, but on game day, it's like you gotta understand these are the guys you go to war with. Right. So I got at least attempt to build that relationship outside this field. You feel me? Because like what you may never know that the man next to you might be your future boss. Or, like, exactly. You never know. Your position where you can really feed your family. So it's like be more open and like optimistic and just like trying to break that chain and just like only sticking to your people like then like it's right. really like as a community as a collective we have really like overcome a lot of stuff that we really sat down and put the time to the side and like history be history yeah really like it's history for a reason that means in the past right yeah that's where it goes yeah yeah and I think that when it comes to just networking and making those connections 
people like to gatekeep so much, especially when it comes to clothes. I'm like, I'm just trying to see what's up. Like, right. I see you with a nice little shirt on. I'm like, where you get that from? And you just right. Don't worry about it. Right, it's my drip. Like, like, no. You ain't make it. All right. And it's like, at the end of the day, all we trying to do is put each other on and you know help one another. And it's just crazy that. You know, people are selfish. I'm not saying everybody's going to be kumbaya and peaceful. But at the end of the day, you know, we're all in a space where we're not the majority, we're the minority. So in any way, shape, or form where we can at least, you know, help each other out and mentor one another, especially from, like, a senior's perspective to underclassmen, just to give them that guidance, I think it is very beneficial. And, you know, I sometimes will be in Riverside and hear, you know, freshmen have conversations. And there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just like, in some way, shape, or form, you could go about it differently. Instead of, you know, talking down about topic A or someone else, mm-hmm. why don't you help them? Help them. Right. Ooh, that's what, oh, I'm sorry, Caleb. But, like, you trigger something in the back of my little brain. <laughs> you said, like, people are really, like, pushing my dream down. Like, I, I be, I noticed that, and that's, like, and I be like, if you see that, that that's a problem, why not help that man achieve that goal, right? Like, why not, like, why not be that person that, if you got a tequila something, why not share it? Like, I'm right. big on, if I got it, I'm putting you on. Exactly. Like, all my friends know, like, if I, if I know something that can really help us out, I'm not about to sit up right here and gatekeep because, like, what I, I look like is that. Imagine if you, the only rich friend, the rest of your friends poor. That's crazy. Everybody gonna look at you like, what is you doing? Right. Like, what are you doing put, right now? Put us on. Like why, like, like, why are you the only one that look good and the rest of your friends hungry? Like, right. That ain't good. Nah, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a good feeling to see everybody eat, man. Man, it's that's, a great a, feeling. that's a great feeling because it. Because it's like you could you could go to sleep better more. I changed that man life. Right. Really like like if it's something that I always wanna I always wanna like help somebody like I always feel like I gotta go to sleep more or I did something like like if I told somebody like you had a like your shoes look good, like at least I feel some confidence. Like right. like I need to go to sleep with like knowing like I did something right. So like my purpose on, on this world is being served. And right. Right. Of course. And um even with, you know, not just open out each other, there comes a time where we tend to just be negative to one another. And it's like how we cut from the same cloth and you want to push me away. Man, I don't get it. Especially if we go through the same issues. Like, we cut from the ugly, right? Right. I don't, I don't get it, bro. <laughs> and, you know, I think, you know, what makes us different from each other, not just from, you know, um, from a black person standpoint, but even our childhood is similar yet so different. Like, yeah. Even being a little kid and going to cookouts, you couldn't get no adult food. You would have to sit there and have a hot dog, hamburger, pizza. And just thinking back to that, I'm like, that's crazy. Like, I had to wait till I was a teenager to eat the adult food. To eat, bro. Right. Uh, that's crazy. I don't know. What cookout you would eat? Really? <laughs> yeah, I had a pizza and a cookout. Like, I never really had, had pizza. It was like hamburgers and hot dogs. Like, I guess you're saying. Like, we had the hamburger, the hot dog, the mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah. Kind of green. The potato salad. Yeah. Me, me personally, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't really come up from a big family, so I ain't even get to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real? Yeah, nah. It's, just, it's always been me, my mom, and my sisters, for real, for real. My aunt, my grandma. I always wanted that, that big family feeling, you know? It was always, you know, me, my stepdad, my mom, my sister. So I understand the smallness, but, yeah. like, going to different family functions where you kind of have that, like, adult feel, mm-hmm. I was always how to be an adult before actually yeah. living through that childhood life. Yeah. And when I have conversations with people, they be like, oh my gosh, you sound so mature. You're wise. You're wise. You're wise. Yeah. And it's just crazy. But they call me an old man. <laughs> right. Go ahead and get the king. <laughs> and it's like, through those experiences, you get to kind of 
toughen up in a sense because whenever you have conversations with other people not to like belittle them you just think back and be like you know why are they not on the same wavelength as you and you have to take into consideration not everybody is brought up the same but it's just like you like you guys said you know you got to put people on you got to show them the ropes and to have that experience where you can help someone out is always a positive life and i think that you know for me I'm always doing something. I'm always on the go every single day. And just to, you know, stop and throw a little gem here and there, it's always beneficial. Right. Because even though I'm here on the radio with y'all, someone can listen to this and be like, wow. Right. This is like, a good conversation. Say, like, right. That just saved my day. Like, no funny, like, for the Friday that you look at, like, I really be looking for it. Like, I really be mm-hmm. looking just to get over and talk and just to, like, like, just to really like talk, right? You know I mean? Like, mm-hmm. girl, like, you know, like we started the podcast. Yeah. You can shout it out there in a minute, and like, gotcha. And you can just go on this and in front of the camera, I might and just laugh and joke and just be raw and uncut. Right. Like, it's not gonna be fun if you can't be yourself. Like, if you gotta sit between the guideline of what you have to talk about, about it's not gonna be fun. Right. And People not gonna wanna. Really say school's not fun. You know? It's really it's not. Like, you really cannot. You're... Like, you really can't. Be you. You really can't be you without following the guidelines. Yeah. But once you put a camera on and like turn your mic on and you can just laugh and joke and really just like breathe, you feel me? Like mm-hmm. it feels better. Like it's a better, like it's a blessing. Like and that's why like I'm glad like we do this like as black kids because like not only are we doing this for ourselves, but we're doing it for the community, for the voices that can't be heard. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do it for. Mm-hmm. So, and with your show, Joe, what what is to be expected? Like, break down what you do. Okay, so what my show is, it's it's called LTAI. Uh, let's talk about it. Um, that's my show. Um, it's on Spotify and Apple Music. And what I do is, I, I, I really love to interview people because I don't want to just do podcasts by myself. I will if I have to. But I don't want to do that because I, I love having conversations. My major, unfortunately, is sports communication. I wish it was something in the communication field, but it's sports communication. So, like, I love to have conversations. So why not bring people into that? Like, we could talk about – I got different segments I didn't already thought about. I'm already a creative person, so, like, I got different segments I didn't thought about. Um, and I just want people, you know – to tell their story, talk about what they want to talk about is mainly sitting around sports, but shoot, we could talk about political issues, global issues, theories that you want to talk about, anything. So, like, really, it's just, like, therapy, for real, for real. That's what I, yeah. And, like, when I heard Gerald, like, was trying to do this, and I told him, like, I'm really, trying to do it. Podcast, because, like, if you know, like, I watch three podcasts, I watch a million dollars for the game. I watch I'm Athlete. Love it. And I watch the Pivot Podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know what they are? Black owned. Black owned. Mm-hmm. And they get on there, they they talk, they talk, they walk, they walk, and like they just be free about it. And it's like they talk uncensored. Right. To where the point, like they, they really don't care, like if you don't like it or like if you don't agree with it because at, at the end of the day you still watch it. So exactly. Like, either way, like you supported it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like I and I was always into that because why not like like this girl know like like I sit down, I talk, I laugh and joke by not doing kind of camera. Right. Why not get paid for it? Potentially get paid, you know what I'm saying? Like why not, right? Right. So it's like I always feel like man if you got a dream or if you got like an ambition with the communications or music or anything in life man like do not let nobody shoot your dream down because they can't do it right majority of people shoot people's dream down because they can't do it mm-hmm. like or they be too embarrassed to do it yeah so why not just like step outside the box because i'm gonna be honest i don't know i mean where i'm from i probably like i know like like two people that got podcasts when they're on mm-hmm. and I feel like people like don't want to do that because they are afraid to be outside of 
like comfort zone. Like, yeah. Afraid, but it's like, um, I was too. Like, I live for being uncomfortable. It's like, if I'm comfortable, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, right. I'm not doing nothing right, bro. So, be comfortable. I, I try to spread this knowledge, bro. Like, even if you don't learn, like, I try, but. Yeah. Listen, um, on what Diddy said, I was, I was so nervous to do this. Like, I'm not really a big, I'm not a big talker. But one thing I, I, I do want to be is successful. So my success will always beat that fear of my, you know what I'm saying? I will always, I don't I don't care what it is. Like, you don't have to tune into the podcast. You don't have to do any of that. But I'm still going to do it because, like, I get to say, wow, I have my own show. Mm-hmm. I get to talk to people every day or whenever. I get to communicate, get to help somebody out, you know. And I... Hey, like I can I say that. Said, like, Kayla, as you know, like, if you really know me, everybody knew I grew up, and I had a real bad stomach. Like, when I was a kid. Like, I, like bro, Diddy. Like, like, it was like. I was listening like, to I it, bro. Really, like, get it out for real when I was a kid. Like, but you want to know something that I like? I how I like beat that a little bit. I kept talking. Bro, I was, I was like, listening to the podcast. Talk. You did not. I'm That's listening. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Diddy did not stutter at all. That's what I'm saying. Because like, he's passionate like, about it. I, I, I heard you, that. Like, when I was a kid, I used to be embarrassed about it. Like, like people were trying to, like, climb. But the thing about it, I was funny. So you couldn't climb. Right. Because, you know, I joined. Like, Get back on you. Right. So it's like, but, like, now I embrace it and I love it. So it's like when people laugh. They don't laugh to make a joke. They laugh because they know I love it. Like, yeah. They laugh with me. They don't laugh at me. Yeah. And I feel like people who really like stutter, like that, like that's therapeutic for us. Like, cause, right. Like when I was a kid, like I had like a speech therapist, but I'm gonna be honest, speech therapy do not work. It don't. All you're doing is sitting there taking speech tests when in reality all you have to do is just talk just talk just yeah. talk to people and like i love to talk like that was one thing i couldn't stop doing as a kid was talking and even though it was like dip, 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 woo, 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 i was still talking but I, I was like, still trying you feel me but like i overcame it now so it's like i still try to like i still try to like inspire people who do stutter because i do know kids who stutter that are afraid to talk but like i'm telling you like use me for an example like when i was a kid i hated doing it until I got around actually like mature people and like they they understood like yeah. they tried like really like just keep going time right and I think with that that kind of makes you guys leaders yeah uh, Gerald, you were talking about how you were afraid to start it. I was. Actually, when I first got on air, I did not know what I was doing. I literally talked for the whole hour straight. Mm. There was no music being played. I just kept on talking. I came up with a topic and I didn't even have a whole layout. I was just like, let me think of something and I just kept talking. Yeah. Because that's just who I am. I'm a communicator. I like to aspire people. I like to be who I am over over the mic and I feel like with that whether you know people think it yes or no I think that we're all leaders in some way shape or form Gerald you're starting this podcast Mm -hmm. and not a lot of people would have the courage to do that some people would be like oh it takes time oh it takes money people not gonna listen to it (laughs) it's just you making excuses you have to be the one to get up and go and kind of Find your voice. You know, time don't wait for nobody. You just gotta keep going. And like I told Gerald, I said, man, look, man, one thing about me, I'm about business. I'm a business man. Right. So I told Gerald this. I said, man, if you serious, man, like you can really make something happen with this. Like, man, if you really serious, I really put money behind this. Like, you can really get some mics, you know. Yeah. Get some better equipment. I'm already know. Like, really talk because, like, you, like I always say, you can't put a fight. On, on a piece of knowledge, especially black knowledge. Right. You feel me? Like, they used to hate us because we was what? Smart, right? Right. You feel me? So it's like, why not? Why not put on? And again, like, it's free and it's fun. Like, right. all yeah. these people support is free. We don't ask you to subscribe to it because you feel me? Like, I mean, you can. But just your listen, just your stream, just your download. It's going to help us in a million ways that you don't even know. Like, right. Just by you clicking on it, it's going to help us because it's like, all right, we got to match with somebody. Like, mm-hmm. Not all, but we got to do somebody. And uh, that would help us sleep better at night because the purpose of the podcast is to get the message to people. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think um, with one thing, once, you know, 
me and Gerald graduate. It's just you. Right. And I think I think you're gonna carry the wave. I think yeah. you're, once we give you the crown, I think you gonna keep pushing. And I, I can never get that. And you know, with this being a startup, I think that it's a positive thing. You know, there's even people that I don't even know, but just because they know of me talking on the radio. They're like, oh, you're that radio girl. You're the girl that talks on the radio. That's inspirational. And just to inspirational. hear that, yeah. I'm just like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Me? Who? Me? Yeah. Right. And just because you're doing something different, that doesn't make you any less of a person. There's people that probably even need to listen to us on the radio or whether it be podcasts. It's just like... We don't really have that much of a voice, but by implementing things like this, it makes us feel heard and it makes us feel that we're doing something. Because a lot of students are, you know, down and just sitting in their dorms all the time. Some students are just, um, you know, outgoing. And to hear that they're being represented on air, I think that's very beneficial, especially with how we're growing up in today's day and age. As far as representation, you know, in BSU we were talking about Little Mermaid. Mm. Look at the representation we have on campus compared to how it was when we were growing up. You had cartoon characters that represented us. You had, you know, people like Black Panther. You had Incredibles. You had Prozone, um, Mm. Static Shock, um, Amazing World of Gumball. I think one of the characters is voiced by someone who is a a person of color. Um, You have all these different... um, representations and it's like once you stop being a kid I feel like it started to fade away and you had to kind of create that representation for yourself Mm -hmm. and with you trying to be around people that look like you that is where you kind of felt you were represented and heard and for me I feel like my goal is to try to be that representation for people who can't or feel as if they can't be themselves and I walk every day to campus and sometimes just being there, I feel like I'm being a representation for so many people. Right. Whether it be black students or even people who aren't of color that resonate with things that I say. You know, I think that by doing this, it makes everything feel so natural and it feels like you have some form of power. Yeah. Even though some people try to diminish it, you're connecting with, you know, students on a different type of level. And I think that with this, I commend the both of you. Right. And I think that as time goes on, it can be bigger than what it already is now. Right. So, for sure, I definitely commend you, Joe, and you, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I always, like, the, the biggest thing that we struggle with black men is being outside of our box. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Jared can be pretty honest too because as he said, like, he used to be afraid of like, the student front of the camera, like, mm-hmm. or, like, speaking on the microphone. Right. I, I was the opposite. I always wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, like, I embraced that, that, I guess that, I ain't gonna say weird, but, like, that different type of role. Because mm-hmm. like, a lot of people, like, where we from, Gerald that don't agree with what we do and it's like yeah it's weird and it's only because they are they are afraid to do it it's like I try to like I try to like give them hope and like give them like like knowledge on like it's more to life than just being negative and it's more right. to life than actually just being black like it's right. it's it's great to be black and educated like, like I said the most dangerous thing the world has seen nowadays is a what an educated black person. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. An educated black man. Like we are like like we probably like the most dangerous thing society has ever seen. Like, right. Man, you see black man that's on top of the world, man, you're gonna be like, oh my we wouldn't have thought about this four hundred years ago, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, good. Yeah. Yeah. And with, you know, not that many black students that are here. You kind of have a sense of making your own HBCU at a PWI. And it's like, yeah, of course. You get different cultures and you kind of get a feel of, you know, 
who everyone is. And I think that with us just trying to embrace one another, it's it's good. Because a lot of people that I know now, I didn't know last year. The person who I was when I first came here, I literally was inside my dorm. I never went out. I didn't even know where Ramsden was. All I knew was Riverside. So going there and just coming back to my dorm, I literally felt like there was nothing to do. If it wasn't me going to MLT meetings, that was it. I didn't even know people. I knew faces, but I never knew names. Yeah. And so things have evolved and changed mm-hmm. to who I am today. Like, if you mention my name, there's going to be so much positive feedback that right. comes behind it yeah. now. And it's just like, it doesn't stop. We're going to keep evolving, and I just can't wait to see what comes from it. You never know. It could go big. That's why, like, Trust. I did it some days, and I was like, if you serious, and you show me if you're nah, serious, yeah. I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's be black-owned. Like, black-owned right. is the best. Like, exactly. black, by black, do everything black. And it's like, black is authentic. Black is, like, great. Like, it's beautiful. Black is beautiful. Black mm-hmm. women are beautiful. Black men, and we are beautiful men. Like, we are a beautiful race. Like, right. We are a beautiful species. I'm sorry, but it's like, I know I stress this all the time. Like, um. I'm black owned, like I love I'm, I love being black, like like I never like hated being a black man, like all this stuff we've been through, like race the history, like I don't even think it's just black history. We are a part of history. Right. You feel me? Like don't say anything to us out and just say no nah, black history. No, we are history too, you feel me? Like mm-hmm. it's history. We are a part of history. It's not just black history, you know? like, Right. But Diddy, I wanna talk about how you said you gonna be the last one behind when we leave. Um it's going to be some young guys that, that don't even know what kind of gifts they have. So you got to bring them gifts out of them, out of them guys. You know what I'm saying? I know it's some, some dudes on the football team. I done talked to them, some, some young freshmen. They don't even know it for real, but they could be big on what we're doing right now, podcasting and everything, but they might not see that right now. They might say it as lame or, you know what I'm saying? So you got to bring that, you got to bring that out of them. Exactly. Like, you know, I said what I always say. If it's, if it's lame or if it's being a square, we could be square together. We square, rectangles, yeah. Like, I'm with that. Like, I'm with stepping outside the box because it's like, you get looked at weird or you get laughed at, but it's like, you're getting, you're laughing at me, but you're afraid to do it. I'm and trying. Like, so what does that make you? Exactly. Right, so it's like, like, I try to like, I do want to like open up that door for the next generation after me, you feel me, like, be yourself, be comfortable, come turn this mic and come be yourself. Like, just kind of have fun with it because, like, don't look at it as just a business. Like, Julius, we don't look at the podcast as just a business. We look at nah. it as fun. Like, mm-hmm. like, black women too. Be funny. Nah. Of course. Like, we don't need it. Like, we do this for fun. Like, we're, like, we really don't get paid for this. We really sit down. For 30 minutes to an hour, maybe two hours just to talk in front of a mic just to have y'all laughing or just to give y'all a good day because right. I always say like a message could be like you could be having a bad day or like a horrible day. You could turn on that. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk like, about it. Really yeah. Laugh going on. Like brighten your day up even if you like down or something like that. So like like don't shut the door before it's over. You know? yeah. Especially the college students. I know y'all be going through it. Cause I'm, I I be going through it. I ain't gonna all this school work stressing. I'm telling you. I don't show it. I don't like exactly. I don't I don't like for people to see my emotions. So what I tend to do once I you know get back home, you know I'm in my dorm. I kind of just write about it, or some days I'll just listen to music to kind of get that mm-hmm. form of release to let things go. Cause it's a struggle, and I think that within you know 
the black community, I don't think you talk that much about mental health. I did that as Look. a segment, you know. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I was That's crazy. About mental health. I was saying, you know, we, was... we don't talk about our stresses. Um, you know, a lot of black people don't even believe in therapy. Nah. And it's like, Bro. to let your emotions out and to let someone else hear your perspective, and even just saying that out loud, you'd be surprised how much you are under stress. And to just let somebody else hear it, right. let them break it down for you. Right. Let them be the ones to say, hey, why don't you try this? Or maybe you just need this in your life. And, you know, break away from bad habits and just know how to really commend yourself as a person. Because we all try to be positive, but it's tough when we have bad days. Right. Sometimes our parents don't realize how much we stress about being at a university. It's not just books. That's where it starts, though. Of course. The parents. Yeah, like, if you hear your parents... Definitely, definitely. Like, I always say, like, parents are... Parents hold a big, like, weight on child like your, the parent may not know like if your child is like close off to you then like try to like build that bond with them my parent but <laughs> I'm just saying like as we being a you know a grown man like something that I always wanted like I always wanted to like like just to get that emotion off right. across to mind but it was like I was always well I was afraid because I looked at the stereotype like if you talk about it you saw exactly and like, I spoke about this in the past like if you you listen in the past and I had a lot of weight on my shoulders, like, like I was really going through it to where, like, I wanted to just, like, stop. Like, I wanted to just, like, give up and just, like, drop out of school because, like, I was under so much pressure. And I was like, damn, like, nobody, like, hearing me. It's like I'm fighting a battle to myself. Like, you, like, you mentally would drive yourself insane. And that's why right. like, suicide numbers are so high, you feel me? Yeah. And it's like, we, us as black, black men, like something like we always told like you gotta be strong like you gotta that's what like it started from the parents always be on our heads that we got tough and then reality, like who got us right we like yeah. like we be like we supposed to have everybody supposed to hold the family down or or whatnot and that's okay like i'm not saying that ain't wrong but it's like i ain't gonna lie being like being a supporter as a black man, that's stressful. Yeah. Because it's like, don't nobody hear us, and we really fighting a real battle in our mind. We really calling out for help, but we right. afraid to. But I always tell you, man, as a black man, go get therapy. Like, I looked at it like I was in your position, like, a year or two ago, where, like, I didn't want to talk about my feelings. Like, people ask me, are you all right? And I'm all right. You, you know, say, yeah, you all right. And it's like, that's how you build anger, you feel me? Like, yeah. Like, talk about your feelings is cool like whether it's like i told y'all like call me weird i started to like to do yoga on my own i started <laughs> to like like really breathe and get in that stretch i swear like yeah it feels so good because it's like man like you feel better you like you mentally feel better you physically feel better and it's like mm-hmm. i wanted to go to the gym and work out really good like um yeah the gym can't better. be therapy no nah, yeah the gym is definitely like, therapy like i eat better like i sleep better i like Skin looks better. What do you, what, what's that TikTok? My, my yeah. shoes look better. My, <laughs> my shoes, but my, my clothes better. Yeah. You know, like my mental, I started doing better in school. I started being more optimistic, but it's like, go to therapy, man. Like, you gotta be strong, and I always, like, people always say, like, man, like, you gotta be strong, and it's okay to be strong, but it's okay to, it's okay to get that strength. Like, way down a little bit. Like, it's okay to talk to somebody. Yeah, facts. If you a man, man, you go through something, man. Talk to somebody, man. Like, even if it's me, like, talk to me, like, tell you, like, I will be that person, though. Like, I'll listen to you, and I won't say nothing. Yeah. Unless you want my input, but, like, about a little, like, yeah. And like as people, if you know, like yeah, like you know, like I will sit there quiet. The moment <laughs> you ask me for my input, oh yeah, I'ma let you know it. <laughs> like I'ma be there for you. I'ma hug you. I'ma get you through it at all because, like, like I say, I was in that person's shoes a moment ago. Like where I wanted to just like end it all, and I was wanting to like I wanted to like stop and like go to therapy, man. Like that would make me cry right here, man. Like chill. <laughs> go to therapy, man. Like it's very peaceful, for real. Of course, and. I think with 
with you know mental health we can't we kind of you know brush it away and my um my sister she's a social worker and to kind of go in the homes and to really see how much of a struggle it can be you know seeing the struggles that black children face and all the hardships that they go through like she has to see that every single day mm. and to kind of really balance it all you know with that plus she has kids and you know it's hard you know mental health is something that we tend to take lightly and i feel it's something that we need to put a stand on right because there are resources even here on campus but i don't think they understand how much of a difference it is it's you know free. minority right it is free. And, like, and there's not even that many therapists here on campus no they, i think there's only like what two or three and they have to yeah, be they have to be the head for all of these students and for me personally you know i have a cousin and she has her therapeutic license and sometimes that'd be my therapist you know and just talking to her just talking and right. you know having that conversation and not a lot of people you know have insurance and can afford a to have a therapist therapist you know a lot of people can't have certain resources and i think that's something that needs to be talked about as well having the right resources right um you know that goes into when we talked about putting each other on i think that it's a blessing to kind of lead each other in the right direction and in the right path because sometimes we stumble and we have hardship and we have times where we fall but to get back up that's that's what matters and to kind of have a more positive outlook that's what truly matters to me for sure like i definitely like I'm I'm like a lot, but I'm like I'm really passionate about what I'm about to say. Like going to therapy and like this gonna help with like your relationship with like your skin care. Like like heal your traumas before you try to go love somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like heal your traumas, get past all your childhood traumas, your past relationship traumas for people because it's like when you don't you go you gonna hold that weight on your next person. You feel me? It's like and that's not fair. And this and like unfortunately like it's selfish, you feel me? And I I was like I ain't gonna lie, I feel victim to that like at a point in time in my life where it was like I was hurt but I ain't wanna like and I ain't wanna love nobody, you feel me? Like I ain't yeah. wanna get nobody at that time and I was like really closed up. It was like when the therapy made you feel comfortable with like amongst yourself because you can't love nobody if you don't love yourself and I'm a firm mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in that if you don't love yourself you ain't gonna love nobody because how can you love somebody else in reality you don't love your love yourself right 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 like, you know, like definitely like really take that into here like like I always like something that I did think about like as we were talking or like like even in the past like I always said like if I was like to get blessed by God but like get like a like a, a good like amount of love like i always wanted to like start a therapist facility for like black people mm. you feel me and like like it'll be free with like your, your medicaid because i know like i know a lot of people can't afford stuff but it's like i always want like black people to have free medicaid some like obamacare right like mm. something like that like i always wanted to like open up a, a facility for like mental health because it's like we really do fight these battles and and be silent because we are afraid to like really get it off our chest because we're afraid of being judged and we're afraid right. of being called weird and soft. But like, really, I ain't that's the reality of it. It makes you more of a, it makes you more of a strong person you can to express yourself. You don't know and talk and talk about your traumas. Yeah, you know? it really is. You, mm-hmm. you putting that, you putting your trust in a stranger. You like, man, I don't know what this lady or what this man might do. But mm-hmm. it's like for you to really like step outside that box and. Like it's really important to do that for real, and it's like, like we fall victim as black people, like, like not doing that, like, like I just hate the fact that we do fall victim to doing that, and like I just hope like we get this message across the world because we are on the radio, so it's like <laughs> get this message across the world. Like, you never know who listening like, either. Go to therapy, man. Or, like talk to somebody if you're hurting about something. Talk to somebody, even if you feel like nobody's gonna 
understand because I felt like that and people didn't understand. Look at me, I'm on the radio now. You feel me? I'm on the radio talking. Right. You feel me? I'm on air. I'm on live air. That's crazy. People are really tuning in. My past traumas. You feel me? Like, right. I'm comfortable with doing that now. Like, not only did I talk to God, but I got talked to a therapist and like it's judgment free. And even if you go to school, like do you not know that counseling is free? Yeah. Like out yeah. off campus, you have to pay for counseling and therapy. In school it is free. Like abuse it. Like I abuse I that's my but I use Shepherd for these free services. Like, go to these therapists and like, talk to, you, uh-huh. to these people because essentially, like, they can't tell nobody you your business. Right. Unless you're suicidal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's a legal thing. But it's like, yeah. don't do that. Like, step outside your comfort zone. Like, really do that. But, like, yeah, I talk to myself. <laughs> I'd be a, no way. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I feel right. like you're the realest person you know. <laughs> Why wouldn't you talk to yourself? Like my man, Kevin, did you say, oh, Jesus, talking to yourself. Right. Like, talking to yourself for real. Like, you're going to really learn more about yourself. And I ain't, I ain't saying, like, walk around in public having full-on conversations ain't with you yourself. You're going to look a little off, but. I ain't going to lie, you be a little off, but, hey, you come to me, that's all I say. You come to me. Right. You be a little off. You right there with full-blown, like, mm-hmm. Bobby and Craig or something. Right. Like, I'm quick to say, Gerald, was that smart? Come on now, bro. I'm quick <laughs> to say something like that. Right. <laughs> you know, come on. Sometimes I used to just sit there and just read. Like, I wouldn't even care what the book is. Mm. I was just reading the words on the paper and just, like, letting my imagination flow. It'll mm. make me think back to what's stressing me, and I'm just like, okay, time to, like, let things go. Time to reevaluate the situation as what's really on the mental. Because mm. sometimes you may have friends, and sometimes you can't even tell them what's really going on in your mind. Because you're afraid, right? Afraid, Man. and sometimes they might not even give you the answer that you want. So right. you're stuck there like, dang. Cause they, I even let it out for it? they can't relate to what you talking about. Of course. They got their own situations going on. You know what of I'm course, saying? Like, because not everybody's gonna want to be in your corner, so it's just exactly. kind of hard and difficult for you to let the emotions ride out. Right. And that's what I always said. That was like my fear, like one like talk to me because I'm like, what if they don't? What if they don't want to hit me? Like, what if they don't want to carry? Or they don't care? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, like you said, like. If they don't care, like my. Because why should you? I used you? to really like, like, <laughs> really? like then, like when I was younger, I used to fear rejection. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like definitely. Like I always feel like rejection or like or like me not being heard. But like now, like as a grown man, I really don't care. Like, I really I'm really care free for it. So On to the next opportunity. On to the next one. Mm-hmm. If a company don't want you, shoot, it's another company out there that'll gladly take you. If a door is closing, there's always a window. Mm, like, exactly. there's always going to be more opportunities. There's always going to be chances for you to get to the next level. It may not be where you want to be right now, but everybody has a path. Everybody has a vision. Right. You can get there. It just takes time. Yeah. Just because you at the top doesn't mean I can't get there, too. It'll all just take different times. And I think that that's something that people need to realize that we aren't always going to get to the finish line at the Quick. right time. Right. You know, it it takes baby steps. How you know, I'm here man. in the position that I am in right now. There's somebody that probably wants to get on my level, but right. I'm just like, Ooh. it didn't happen overnight. Ooh. It like, didn't happen overnight. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, with my man back. Bro, you not say people don't like who you are. Don't say it. Don't say it. But we know, we know. Yeah. Nah, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, for sure. And I think that with how things are going and how we're coming up, we can get to the top. Yeah. It just takes Facts. a dream. It takes manifestation. Ambition. It takes okay. ambition, of course, and goals. Right. You can't just sleep on wanting to be at a certain position. I may say, yeah, I want a GTR. How am mm. I going to want a GTR Ooh. if I'm just sitting here <laughs> just looking what? at the energy? Mm. I got to work for it. I got to go get a job. I got to <laughs> save up money. You know, things of that nature. And people, they tend to talk about stuff, but they don't know how to act on it. Exactly. They like to be big talk, talk and no action. Of course. All talk. Lack, All of, talk. lack of ambition. Like, 
I'm not here to sit and listen to words. I'm here to act on it. Exactly. Because we only got one life, so you got to go for what you want. I, I, I can't be, write the life for you. You can't. I could be as scared as, as scared as possible to do something, like how I was with the podcast hopping mm-hmm. on with y'all, but I'm still going to do it. I'm an ambitious person. Like, mm-hmm. I told Diddy, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I don't care stand how afraid I am, I'm going to stand on it. I'm, I'm a, you got to. Right. Exactly. Because if you don't, talking and you like if you just talking, you which I, I think, man, you ain't got no motion if you just talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Like have some motion. Like the minute you put it into full effect, like it's your dream. It's nobody's else dream. Nobody's gonna believe in you unless you don't. Exactly. You feel me? Like unless you believe in yourself, nobody's gonna take you serious if you just playing around. You think people playing like you think life is life is not no game. It's man. not. That clock ticking, boy. Mm-hmm. That's scary to think about, That's man. That clock is ticking. I look up. I woke up the other day. I said, "Damn, I'm 21 now." 21. Like you was just 15, I was like 15 10. 15. I was just doing knucklehead stuff with my friends. Watching Saturday cartoons, yeah. all that, man. Like, what? I was just outside doing knucklehead stuff with my friends. Like I'm 21 mm-hmm. now. Like That's life crazy. matters now. Like, yeah. Life is ticking. Like soon, you know the. The kid question will come along in the game, like the marriage question, like the future, like mm-hmm. it's like we under so much pressure, but it's like you just gotta put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. For y'all, when did life really hit? Like to be like, dang, mm. I'm really this old. Dang, <laughs> life is really hitting. I think for me, senior year to know that like I'm really about to be done. So at what point did life really hit to say I'm really at this level? When did it hit for y'all? <laughs> Last year, football season. <laughs> I'm like, like I love football. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. and I love Shepherd football. Them boys doing great right now. They about to get a dub tomorrow. Yeah, but boys, exactly, but high, I, I I finally figured out like I love football. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like I'm meant for more. Like, more to life like just exactly sports. it's just sports like yeah. i've been tied down i've been tied down to sports like all my life like i'm a i'm a big african-american athletic male you know what i'm saying so that's all people see me as an athlete but i feel like i could be more than that like more than an athlete you know what i'm saying so yeah and then i'm like i want things out it's things i want like i want to start making money now i want to learn stuff now so i had to give up a dream to make a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my biggest thing was like learning more basketball. Like, mm. if you know, like I had, a, like I had a bad situation my senior year of high school. Like I got hurt my senior year. Like, and it, it really put me in like a real depressed state. You feel me? It was like, like I ain't really tell like a lot of people this, but it was like I lost friends. Like I really lost friends because I didn't play ball no more. That shows you like, who who was real and who wasn't. Like I stopped. I, like some coaches. Like a lot of coaches gave up on me. Like, like that's why I always like I thank my friends and I thank my circle for like really being there for me because it's like they always say like, you the ticket, you the one that's about to get us rich with this bad basketball stuff. But it's like I got a different dream, and my dream is to like send a message, speak, yeah, send a message to people. To people like I could have easily went to play D two somewhere else or like. No D one somewhere else. You feel me? But it's like mm-hmm. I really sacrificed my dream. I sacrificed my dream for a better one. Right. Because as you know, like, it's not guaranteed you're gonna go to the league. You feel it's me? It's not. That's and another thing. Like, oh down for nobody that stick to their dream and that and that really push hard to get to the league. And like I say, I, I commend all these men. Cause like I didn't think it was nothing more than life than just basketball. And I had to really grow up and realize and be a man like Kayla. Like, once you say, when did you realize life was serious? Like, life hit me early. Like, mm-hmm. I was always, like, off the course. Like, I was always outside type stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, life ain't really hit me. Like, life ain't really hit Clarence until I was, like, a senior year till my senior year in high school and when I got hurt and when I had to realize what am I going to do? Yeah. All right, basketball gone. What am I going to do? Right, exactly. And I realized, like, I I, I had to put the pills to the paper and I had, I had to become more serious in school and, like, granted, I got to go to school, like, on a, basically, like, a full ride, like, for free. Like, I don't pay for school. Like, you mm. feel me? Like, like, that's something that I really, like, I pray on 
I pray to Allah every night. Like I'm thankful. Like I'm really thankful that I had like the brain power to really like grant me these opportunities because like I come from a situation where I'm forcing like my parents kind of kind of forced school. I'm sorry. Like my aunt. Like I like I come from a single parent household. Right. She can't afford to pay for me to go go to school. Them six months while I was like on crutches or like while I was like just sitting down, just eating because like pandemic, like we really couldn't do nothing. I was really like on my computer, like I right, guess what I'm gonna do. Like, am I gonna go to community college or am I gonna go to a four year school? And I end up like, applying to 24 schools and I got sent to 23. Mm. And I was like, all right, man, like, all right, my dream coming true. Like, I'm really. I, like now I'm really about to have some motion for real, you feel me? And I was planning to come here. I mean, of course, like I always told you, the shepherd's not my first, like it wasn't my first option. Like I always wanted to go black, but <laughs> I stepped outside my comfort zone. I seen that the opportunity shepherd gave me, like the scholarships, the grants, the, the you feel me, the opportunities or, or whatever. And I, I was like, thank you. Like I'm about to be, like I'm about to abuse it, you feel me? Like I'm about to really like put on for the people from my area, like, it's more than life than just playing basketball or football. But like I say, I come in guys who really wake up every day and go sacrifice their body that they do more and go to the league to go feed their family. But I want y'all to know, like, have a plan B. And that was something that I didn't have until my senior year of high school. Like, yeah. Have a backup plan, be more than just an athlete. Like I said, like, I'm more than just a black athlete. I was a student athlete, but now I'm a black man staying game. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm serving my purpose. My, my purpose, like I'm, you found it. I'm having motion. He <laughs> said, "I'm having motion." I'm having motion. Hold on, Kayla. What about you? Oh, my when did when did life hit you? Um, I think life hit me once. I think it was in my senior year, mm. and I started college as a young. Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, you started early, 17, junior year. Seventeen. Yeah. Started oh, college at seventeen. You got a scholar. I um. I was starting my first degree. Um, I got my associates in cybersecurity. Hmm? Uh, yeah. This, what? this, this. I'm not new to this. I'm sure this. Oh, you getting that? Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Like, <laughs> Facts. She's having real motion. Right. Like, and the thing is, I started off um, having classes with 30 people, mm-hmm. and towards the end of um, my degree, we ended up with 15. That's how hard the major was. And to really, um, to really uh, kind of see how hard the degree was, you know, getting the certifications, going into the internship, mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know if this is something that I could see myself doing forever. I love it. It's a STEM major. It can get me the bag that regardless. Bad, yeah. But it was just like Would going into it? the internship. And to really see how women in STEM really got treated, I was like, you know, why don't I do something that's my true calling? I've been writing and kind of getting into the communication field since I was like eight years old. Mm-hmm. I used to love write. I used to write poetry. I used to just stand up and mm. love to do presentations and speeches. Yeah. So I was like, why don't I go into communications? And then from there, I came here and I was like, okay, let me get a feel. And then I really started to see my true calling last year mm-hmm. and to see this is something I really want to do Yeah. and with my internship now Hoop Brothers kind of uh, becoming a videographer and to kind of utilize those editing talents mm-hmm. and you know with the radio and even mm-hmm. on YouTube now it's just like everything's slowly coming together and I see what I really want to do. do yeah so, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's nice so kids, you know, follow your dreams, keep <laughs> on pushing, and uh, I'm yeah. sorry, like I ain't mean to be like a like a, a creep or nothing, but Jerry, but remember once you I said a creep, <laughs> but remember when you showed like you just showed us some like earlier, and I remember like I saw a question, and it was like, who's your black super 
Oh, listen, listen. Oh, okay, about that. Because <clears throat> when I we talked about in BSU, we talked about Black Superman. Yeah. But but listen, growing up growing up as a kid with a single mother, no father figure, I think seeing a a, a Black Superman would a you know what I'm saying it would have really did something for me like because I ain't had that 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 superhero a dad a father is a superhero for real for real. Yeah. Like some people don't got that. I know it's a lot of people out there don't that that, that don't got that, and I'm one of those people. I always wanted it. I always envy seeing people with their fathers. I know that's bad, but like, I never got that relationship. So, seeing a black superhero, like a strong black man, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a that's a great symbol. So you didn't make that on air, like you really like envy people. Yeah. Like, my parents wasn't always present, but, like, I had my grandfather, I had my aunt, and I was like, I used to always, like, envy that mom you gave me, but it was like jail, like you didn't have it. Like, yeah. like I hate to see kids, or I, I hate to see people like disrespect their parents. parents. Oh, it makes me so it eats my skin. It really like, does, that's bro. Just something that I always wanted to like, like get off, and I'm just glad that like I got the comfortable, comfortable say that. Yeah. Well, it is currently what 228. This is the longest show I've actually had on air. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we, like, we really got off topic. I think yeah, we had some good points in there. <laughs> and I thank both of you for you know speaking your truths and coming on. It's it's been quite memorable actually. Yeah. You know to see people really talk how they feel. Mm-hmm. And I commend you both for you know giving your different points of views. Like I said before, we all may be similar on the outside, but on the inside we're all different. So. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. And one thing, like, I wanted to, like, get off um, before we go off, like, Mm -hmm. if you could just, like, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and look up Let's Talk About It by Gerald Wright. Yeah. Just give us a little download. Like, that, like, support is free. Like, all you have to, like, support is free. Like, or you go off, like, all the other ones on the ground. Anything. God is K. Pablo (laughs) Hendricks with two X and F. The G2 with TH3.G2. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. And like, we hope to see y'all next Friday. And if y'all can really like tune in to our podcast in the mean a lot because it's just a message. And like I said, the word is free and like, and like, support is free. So thank y'all for like really like taking y'all an hour and 30 minutes. Right. Whoever stayed throughout the whole like podcast, family, friends, like, or just just many people. Right. And give us some topics y'all want to hear. Like, yeah, exactly. well, I don't know like, if y'all invite me back on the show, but like, it's fun. you always welcome. Okay, like, it's actually fun when y'all send in topics and like and like so I'm like, gonna be. I didn't put myself back on. Like, have y'all call us, like call us, and like really like speak to us on the radio, like the radio, but like, but, but, like now, like just give us topics and, and give us stuff like y'all want to actually hear. Right. Well, it is currently two thirty and. <laughs> I will see y'all next week on Monday where I will be solo and the topic will be a surprise. Mm. You gotta give me some time. <laughs> we tuned in. We tuned in. So, so see you all next week and thank you guys so much. Yep. Yeah. Alright y'all.